let's get down to business. Thanks for coming out tonight. I wrote me a manual, a step-by-step booklet for you to get. Oh, I make money moves. You can't see me. My time is now. What up, what up, what up, guys? Welcome back to the Fitness Times Business Podcast, the show created to provide you with the practical and strategic advice to help you level up in fitness, business, your career, your relationships, and your life. My name is Joseph Medsell. I am your host. And guys, I'm flying solo in this episode, and I'm super excited about it because I honestly believe that this episode is going to be one of the most valuable practical episodes that we have ever produced in this show. A little bit of background to uh, what this episode is about and and how we kind of got here. Every weekend in my Instagram story, for those of you who don't follow me on Instagram and would like to, my handle is just my name, at Joseph Mansell. Every weekend in my Instagram story, I set up uh, what I call my weekend Q&A. So I use a little Instagram question box in my story. Weekend Q&A is what I call it, and it's ask me anything. So it's a completely open question and and answer um, uh, experiment that I do every weekend, for lack of a better term. And I get all sorts of questions, questions on fitness, questions on business, questions on relationships, questions on my personal life, motivation, who's going to win the NBA finals, uh, (laughs) what I think about the most recent IFBB Pro Show over in the US. It's completely scattered. And this past weekend, I had a question about my morning routine. And the question was something along the lines of, do I have a morning routine? And what does my morning routine look like? And the answer to that question was, yes, absolutely. I do have a very structured, rigid morning routine that I execute every single morning without fail, without compromise. And then I asked a question in my answer, whether or not my Instagram followers would like me to detail my morning routine in an episode of the Fitness Times Business Podcast, because I thought this podcast is probably the best platform to to really take a deep dive into my morning routine, explain why I do what I do, and kind of step it out for you guys to provide as much value as I possibly can. And the answer to that question was overwhelmingly yes. I had a couple of thousand people just on my Instagram story click the yes button. And so I, uh, I, I said to the media guys here, I said, fellas, clear the schedule. The next episode of the Fitness Times Business Podcast, I'm going to detail my morning routine. So that's how we got here. That's how we arrived here. And that's what this episode is going to be about. My 10-step morning routine. The morning routine, as soon as I wake up every morning, I dive straight into, I execute every single morning without fail, without compromise. Before I get into it, a little background on morning routines because they become almost like pop culture. And I've read a bunch of articles and, and, and a couple of books as well that have detailed these absolutely extraordinary morning routines where <laughs> like stupidly complicated where you have to, you know, get up and go and dive into the ocean backwards with no clothes on and then come and meditate upside down for 45 minutes and just all this crazy uh, dumb shit to be completely honest with you guys. It is just completely unnecessary and I honestly don't know where a lot of these people come up with this shit. So a bit of background to my morning routine, guys. I've been practicing some form of, of morning routine for probably the better part of 
I would say 10 years at this point. And when I first started, I didn't really know that it was a morning routine. It was just kind of, you know, what I did when I woke up first thing in the morning. And over the last 10 years, over the years, I've refined it. I've added things. I've taken things away based on my life experience. So when I've been going through patches of life that have been amazing and extraordinary and blissful and happy, I've added things to the routine. I've taken things away from the routine that, that supported that period of my life. Most importantly, when I've gone through periods of life that have been extremely traumatic, very difficult, very sad, are probably the periods where I've really taken the time to flesh out the detail in this morning routine. And that's kind of how I've gotten to this point with this 10-step routine that I execute every single morning without fail, whether I'm in a great period of life, a shit period of life, a, a straight line period of life, it doesn't matter. I understand I've been through enough experiences in life to understand the importance of executing my 10-step morning routine each and every day for my personal, primarily mental toughness, primarily resilience, primarily grit is really what my morning routine is designed to reinforce in me each and every day. And so there's 10 steps to it, and I'm going to go through each of the 10 steps and explain to you guys why I do each of the 10 steps. And my hope is, you know, I don't expect you guys to copy this routine step for step because it's based on my life experience and it's what works for me personally. Of course you can if you want to try it, but my hope is that you guys will resonate with different steps. And if you have a morning routine, you might consider incorporating some of my steps into your morning routine. If you don't have a morning routine, you might consider starting a morning routine and picking out the steps that resonate with you to set that morning routine up. That's my hope. I, I, I really uh, would be absolutely honored if you guys take this content and actually put it into practice. So my alarm goes off every morning at 4.15 a.m. The first thing I do, my first step of 10 steps in my morning routine is I wake up and I immediately think about my first thought. What is the first thought that pops into my mind as soon as my alarm goes off, as soon as I open my eyes? And I just, I just consider that for a second. And the reason why I do this, guys, is this is a really important way to gauge where your psychological state is as soon as you wake up in the morning. And often that psychological state filters into the rest of your day. So for me, I go, first thought, what is it? And I then also note, is it positive? Is it neutral? Is it negative? If my first thought is a positive, happy, blissful thought, fantastic. I know I'm in a good headspace. If it's neutral, I know, okay, you know, I got a little bit of work to do today to get myself into a positive headspace. If it's negative, that's okay too. It's just a gauge and I understand that I'm really going to have to dig deep to pull myself into a positive headspace quite quickly in the day so that it doesn't filter into the rest of my day. So that's step one. What is my first thought? Positive, negative, neutral. My second step is thinking about what I dreamt about. What did I dream about that night? What did I dream about while I was sleeping? 
Now, I know a lot of you immediately are going to go, ah, I don't remember my dreams. You will be amazingly surprised what happens when you go to bed knowing that when you wake up, you're going to inquire as to what you dreamt about. You will be amazed at how frequently you remember your dreams. So why do I do this? Why is this step number two? Why do I want to inspect my dreams? Why do I want to inquire as to my dreams? Well, guys, dreams are your subconscious at play. And often what I find is when I'm going through particularly difficult patches in my life, or perhaps I've got a difficult decision to make, or perhaps I've got something uncomfortable that I need to confront, a lot of times you're, you already know what you need to do and it's hidden in your subconscious. And it's very difficult to uncover your subconscious during the day when, when, when you're awake, when you're conscious. When you're asleep, often your subconscious can come to the surface and give you not necessarily the answers you're looking for, but can definitely point you in the right direction when it comes to making difficult decisions, confronting uncomfortable uh, situations, and really just figuring out what you need to do. So for me, it's really important that my second step is, what did I dream about? Is there anything useful that I can pull out from my dreams, from my subconscious? A lot of the times there isn't. A lot of the times you have those wacky dreams where shit doesn't make sense and the table in the office turns into a snake and then the snake explodes into a jet and then you're on the moon in a rocket and just weird shit <laughs> that makes no sense. And that's fine too. But often you will actually uncover something subconscious that helps you out while you're awake, while you're conscious during the day that you can apply. Step three, I get up, get up out of bed. I go to the bathroom and I weigh myself. I weigh myself every single morning. The reason why I do this, guys, you know, this is not a, this is not a check-in for, for my fitness, for my physique. I do one of those every fortnight on a Saturday morning is when I do my full check-ins, measurements, and all that sort of thing. I weigh in every morning because it keeps me accountable to my fitness. It makes sure that I know that if I don't stick to my diet, I'm going to catch myself out with that morning weigh-in. I know if I don't get my cardio done, I'm going to catch myself out with that morning weigh-in. I know that if I don't train with the intensity I need to train with, that's going to be reflected in that morning weigh-in. And listen, weight fluctuates up and down, depends on stress levels, depends on water retention. Every single day, your weight is going to go up, it's going to go down, it's going to go up, it's going to go down. I don't get too fixated on the number. It's an accountability check for me because it forces me to stay compliant with my diet, with my training, with my cardio, with my supplementation, and every other piece that goes into the fitness puzzle. I know that I'm going to have to get up, I'm going to check in, I'm going to report, I'm going to hold myself accountable. And if I've let something slide in my fitness, I'm not going to be real happy when I hold myself accountable. So for me, that's why I weigh myself every morning. It's an accountability check. It's a little reflection point and it helps me stay on track with my fitness each and every day. Step four, I drink a big glass of water. The reason why I do this, guys, there's so much science behind this. There is, I mean, you just, just Google 
morning dehydration. You know, the first thing we do when we get up in the morning, most of us, we get up, we go to the toilet, you look at the color of your wee, it's not clear, you're dehydrated first thing in the morning. So one of the best things you can do for physical health, mental health in particular, gut health in particular, is drink a big glass of water, at least 200 mils. I try and drink three to 500 mils, big glass of water first thing in the morning, help hydrate myself, get myself physically working, get my gastrointestinal system working, get my brain working and really prime everything just with water. It's not, you know, we're not talking about some special supplement here. We're just talking about plain old H2O, water, big glass of water is step number four. Step number five, I track my sleep every night. I use an app on my iPhone. It's called Auto Sleep, and it tracks through my um, my smartwatch, tracks through my uh, my Apple Watch. And the reason why I look at my sleep, once again, for me, it's a bit of an accountability. So my sleep goal during the week, I try and get seven hours sleep, and I'm trying to make sure that an hour and a half of that sleep is deep sleep, is REM sleep. So this little accountability check for me is, you know, what time did I go to bed last night? Did I stay up a little bit later than I should have and aid into my sleep time? Or did I have maybe a coffee too late in the afternoon and I didn't get a lot of REM sleep? Did I remember to take my sleep supplement? Did I remember to take my force element night ops, the sleep sup I'm using at the moment before I went to bed? Because that always helps increase my REM sleep. So this is a little accountability check for me. And if I didn't get my seven hours and I didn't get my one and a half hours of rapid eye movement sleep of that deep sleep, what can I do today to make sure that tonight I do? Do I need to go to sleep earlier? Do I need to monitor my stimulant intake during the day? Do I need to eat my last meal before I go to bed a little bit earlier? So once again, a little accountability check. And obviously the reason why it's important that I reach my sleep goal and I get my REM sleep is because it has a huge effect on my productivity, both physically in the gym, mentally and psychologically in the office, and just my life productivity with the people around me, relationships, uh, being in a positive mindset. Got to make sure that I'm getting that quality sleep each and every night. Then I put a coffee on, I start preparing my breakfast because I'm halfway through my morning routine. And just so you guys know that those first five steps take me literally less than five minutes, super quick. As soon as I wake up, first thought, what did I dream about? Go to the bathroom, weigh in, drink a glass of water, track my sleep. First five steps done. Put a coffee on, prepare my breakfast. And while the coffee's on, and usually I'm eating my breakfast by this point, I read. I spend about 10 minutes reading. And what I do at the moment, guys, is I subscribe to uh, three different emails that are very positive um, mindset and positive, um, I don't like to use the word motivation, let's say inspirational type emails. So for those of you who are interested, I subscribe to Seth Godin, who is one of the best um, marketing masterminds of all time. Uh, and he talks a lot about human behavior from a marketing perspective. So Seth sends me an email. I read that every morning. I subscribe to an email called the Daily Stoic, uh, which is obviously a Stoic philosophy-based email. Uh, and every email they send me, every morning they send me an email as well that's based on you know Stoic philosophy, how to control your emotions, how to be a good person, how to act with courage, how to act with virtue, uh, you know, all of the principles of Stoic philosophy, very positive mindset. And then I subscribe to an email from Andy Frisella, 
who is one of the owners of First Form. Uh, Andy writes inspirational emails every morning. So Andy sends an email, dive straight in, read that. And then I also have a book that I'm chipping away at at the moment, which is also based on Stoic philosophy, which funnily enough is called The Daily Stoic as well. And so I spend... No more than 10 minutes. You know, usually it's like five to seven minutes. I read the three emails. I read a couple of pages of the book. I fill my mind with positivity. That's why this step is so important to me, guys, because I've gone introspective, right? I've thought about my first thought, what I dream about. I've done some physical stuff with my weigh-in and my sleep tracking. Now I'm about putting positivity into my mind, positive thoughts into my mind. I'm about setting myself up psychologically, mentally to dive into the day ahead. So this step six is super, super important. Read inspiring emails, read inspiring books, spend five to 10 minutes doing so, filling your mind with positivity. Step seven, I move into my journaling. So my journal, it has four parts. The first part of my journal and for those of you wondering how I journal, I, this is not a written journal, I actually use my phone. So I have uh, an app in my phone called Evernote and I run my journal er electronically through the Evernote app. And so the first part of my journal is my first thought. So I literally write down step one of my morning routine. What is my first thought? Positive, negative, neutral, what is it? That's part one of my journal. I then go into gratitude. So I write down at least five things that I'm grateful for, at least five. And these are not bullshit fluff things like I'm happy, you know, I'm grateful to be alive or I'm grateful that the sun came up. <laughs> Just, you know, bullshit gratitude like that. This is actual gratitude that applies to me personally. What am I grateful for? I'm grateful for my physical health. I'm grateful that I'm not carrying an injury at the moment and I can go to the gym and I can train at 100% and continue to work on my physique. I'm grateful that... While our neighbors over in Victoria are back in a bullshit lockdown because of the pandemic, I'm not in lockdown. I'm able to go to the gym. I'm able to go to the office. I'm able to have freedom. I'm grateful for my mental health. If I'm in a good headspace, I know what it feels like to be in a fucking horrible headspace. I'm grateful that I'm not. I'm grateful that I'm in a positive headspace. I'm grateful to have my family around me. I'm grateful to have my partner with me. Actual things that I'm grateful for that apply to myself. This is super important, guys. If you're going to gratitude journal, and I highly, highly recommend it because once again, this is about putting positivity into your mind and taking positivity and putting it back into the universe. You have to gratitude journal with things that you are actually grateful for that apply to you on a personal level. The next part of my journal is an affirmation. So I will write a positive affirmation in the first person. Super important that it's in the first person for me personally, because I like talking as if I'm talking as myself, not as if I'm talking to myself. So for those of you who don't understand the difference, first person affirmations are, I am something, 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 or I will something, something, something. Second person affirmations start with you are or you will. So it's almost like you're talking to yourself in the second person instead of talking as yourself. 
So my affirmation is always in the first person and I'll write an affirmation. Often it has to do with something that I know I've got coming up that day. So to be completely honest with you guys, I knew I was going to podcast today. One of my affirmations this morning is I'm a world-class podcaster. I am able to inspire thousands of people through the podcast that I produce. I am able to help improve people's lives through the podcasting platform that I produce on. That was my affirmation this morning. And then the final part of my journal, remember this is still step seven, this is my journaling practice, is a pride journal. What am I proud about of myself? And often I'll do this thinking about the day before. What did I do the day, what did I do yesterday? What did I do in the last 24 hours that, that I'm proud about? You know, what was, am I proud of my work ethic? Did I really work my ass off yesterday? Am I proud of my productivity? Did I get a lot of shit done yesterday? Am I proud of my empathy? Did I do something for somebody else that was really kind, really nice yesterday? Am I proud of how I treat the people I care about? You know, did I do something out of the ordinary for someone that I really love yesterday? Something that I'm proud of is the final piece of my journaling. And that journaling takes me less than five minutes. It's very fast. First thought, gratitude, at least five things, at least one affirmation, and at least one thing I'm proud about from the last 24 hours. Step eight. What is my life philosophy? So this is something that I added to my morning routine, guys, um, less than two years ago, probably 18 months ago, I would say. And it's actually something that I wasn't doing until I read a book called High Performance Habits by an author called Brendan Burkhard. And one of the chapters in this book, he asked about, you know, what is your life philosophy? Why do you do what you do? And I didn't have an immediate answer for that question. And so I went about searching for an immediate answer. And so step eight in my morning routine is to remind myself about my life philosophy. Why do I do what I do? And this is particularly important because so many things can happen in life, guys. Good things, bad things, things that blur your judgment, things that you become emotionally attached to positively or negatively and send you in the wrong direction. And having something that you can anchor back into, having something that you know, no matter what happens, this is why I do what I do, is super, super important because it helps you maintain perspective and it helps you stay on track. So my life philosophy, you know what, I'm going to read it out for you guys right now. I'll read it out word for word so you know it's legit. I've got five parts to my life philosophy. The first part has to do with what I do for a living. It's to provide the products, information, and experiences to help all people improve their lives through health and fitness. Probably no surprises for a lot of you who uh, subscribe to this podcast. That is, that, that's why I do what I do. That's why I run the Massive Joe's business. That's why I run TMJ Apparel. That's why I run the Massive Joe's Challenge. That's why I promote the IFBB and run the shows. That's why I do what I do. 
to provide the products, information, and experiences to help all people improve their lives through health and fitness. Second part of my life philosophy is to make the most of the opportunities that my parents and my grandparents fought and sacrificed to give me. Without going into too much detail, you know, I've told my story um, probably on my Instagram account more than, uh, more than anywhere else, is that both sides of my family came from uh, war-torn countries, Italy and Poland. And I'm super, super grateful for the sacrifices that my grandparents on both sides, uh, on my mum and my dad's side, and my parents made to give me the opportunities that I have to do what I get to do today. So that's the second part of my life philosophy is to make the most of those opportunities. The third part is to make the people I love proud of me. Super important to me. The way I act, the way I treat people, the way I live my life, what I do for a living, how I make a dollar. Everything I do doesn't make the people who I love proud of me. The next part of my life philosophy is to lift the people around me up. This is super important to me, guys. I'm, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to help the people around me get to the next level in everything they do. I'm trying to help you guys get to the next level. That's why I do this. This is my passion project, this podcast, the Fitness Times Business Podcast. I'm trying to help people level up in all areas of their life. And then finally, last piece of my life philosophy is to live my life knowing that my time is running out. To live my life knowing that every single day I get one step closer to the end of my life. To make sure that I don't leave to tomorrow something that I can do today because tomorrow is not guaranteed. It's not. That's the last part of my life philosophy. To live my life knowing that my time is running out. Step nine in my morning routine is to celebrate wins and embrace struggles. So I do this retrospectively as well. This is something else similar to my pride journal. I look back on the last 24 hours and I think about, you know, did I have any wins that I really need to take some time to celebrate, pat myself on the back for, you know, pump a fist in the air about, light a, light a match and stomp some feet for, those sorts of things. You know, do I have any wins that I should celebrate? And I actually write these down. I have this as part of my journal in the Evernote app. Celebrate wins and embrace losses is what I call this. And if there's something worth celebrating, I'll write it down. I'll take a second. I'll pat myself on the back. I'll light that match. I'll stomp my feet and I'll go, you know what? That was fucking good. That's some good shit. You should definitely embrace that win. And then on the flip side, was there anything that I really struggled with over the last 24 hours? Was there something that made me extremely uncomfortable? Was there something that pushed me out of my comfort zone? Was there something I needed to confront that I really disliked confronting? Was there a difficult decision that I needed to make? Was there a struggle that I really just need to sit with and embrace and understand that that struggle is helping me get to the next level in all areas of my life? And if there is, once again, I'll write that down. I'll journal that down in my Evernote app. And then finally, step 10. I think about the perfect day ahead. 
So by this time, it's 4.30, 4.35, maybe 4.40. And I think about what does my day look like? You know, I'm finishing eating breakfast. I'm finishing drinking my coffee. I'm about to get changed, put my gym gear on, go to the gym, do my warm-up cardio, train, come home, shower, sort, get my day started, come into the office. I got this happening. I got that happening. What does my day look like? And what would it look like if it was the perfect day? And how can I influence the day ahead of me to make it the perfect day or to get it as close as I possibly can to the perfect day? And through that process, I think about, you know what, what am I really excited about today? What can I wait to get stuck into? What pumps me up? What am I jumping out of my skin to get stuck into today? What am I excited about? And on the flip side, what do I have coming up today that's going to be uncomfortable? What am I going to struggle with? What's really going to push me? Let me just think about that for a second. And I really think this through in my day. And I think about what I can do to get that, that upcoming day as close as I possibly can to what I would consider the perfect day. And then the final thing I do, and by this point, guys, this whole routine, this 10 step routine is not a two and a half hour morning routine. I mean, <laughs> some of these books and shit, man, I swear, like who has that fucking time in the morning to, <laughs> to go and execute these massive routines? This takes me 20, 25 minutes tops in the morning. I release tension and I set intention. I know what my day looks like. Let's go. It's time to go. And that, that little release tension, set intention is something that I use whenever I'm moving between different parts of my day. So whenever I transition from my morning routine into getting ready to go to the gym, whenever I transition to I'm at the gym, now it's time to train, release tension, set intention. I finish training, heading home, release tension, set intention. Before I leave home, head to the office, release tension, set intention. Even tasks that I do at the office, release tension, set intention. What am I doing with this next hour, this next 30 minutes, this next 90 minutes, whatever it is? And that's it. That's my 10-step morning routine broken down for you guys why I do what I do, how I do what I do, why it's important to me. And as I mentioned at the start of this episode, guys, my hope is that some of these points resonate with you guys. It gives you something to think about, it gives you some food for thought, and that you take one or two or five or six or however many you like and implement them into your personal morning routine. And if you don't already have a morning routine, guys, listen, from a personal development perspective, I honestly think that getting super rigid and super granular with how I start my day every single day, that first 20 minutes, 25 minutes, 30 minutes of each and every day by implementing this 10-step morning routine that I've refined over the last 10 years has been probably the one thing that has helped me level up in all areas of my life, in my personal life, in my fitness and my physique, in my business and my productivity, in my relationships with the people I love, 
in my relationships with people I work with, friendships, I mean, all areas of my life, just having some consciousness about what I'm putting into my mind when I start each and every day, what I'm putting into the universe when I start each and every day has just been absolutely life-changing for me. So if you don't already have some sort of morning routine, you know, I'm happy for you guys literally to listen to this episode, write down the 10 steps and go and implement it step for step. I mean, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, this is what works for me. I'm not saying it's going to work for you the same way, but it's a good starting point. And then you can go, what, well, you know, I really like point four and point seven and point nine, but you know what, one to three doesn't really work for me and five and six and eight and 10 don't really work for me. So I'm just going to have a three-step morning routine. Beautiful. But guys, the one thing I ask in return for this episode, for me sharing this 10-step morning routine that I've developed over the last 10 years is that you go and execute. Whether you take one point, all 10 points, five points, whether you have a routine and you start refining it, whether you don't have a routine and this is the starting point, please take this information, take this value and go and execute. And guys, if you know somebody who you think will get value out of this content, the other thing I ask is that you just share it with them. You know, just tell them about this show, tell them about the Fitness Times Business Podcast. Person to person is always the best way. Word of mouth has been such a powerful vehicle for us growing the listenership of this podcast. If you want to, of course, you can take a screenshot, post this in your Instagram story, share it publicly. I, I really appreciate that so much. And I always try and uh, repost as many of those shares as I possibly can. Guys, that's a wrap. My 10 step morning routine. I hope you guys enjoy. I hope you guys take value. And most importantly, I hope you guys take it, run with it and execute. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Fitness Times Business Podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you enjoyed this episode and took some value from it, make sure you share it with your friends, your family, and your followers. And if you haven't yet, be sure to leave us a five-star rating.